But if I had to make a prediction on what they will do, and that's not me, um, I would have to guess that Cortland probably gets moved close to the draft. I just think all signs are kind of pointing that way, unfortunately. Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Fair, with our guests on today's show. We got Peyton Henson back on the show for you guys. Um, great to have you back on the show, brother. Have some interesting stuff to talk about today. Um, been kind of an interesting topic within the last 24 hours of the Denver Broncos. Mike Kliss dropped some news um, that the Denver Broncos are expected to move on from either wide receiver Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton this offseason um they're not expected to be released they're expected to be traded once again the broncos are going to be looking to uh, shop their top two receivers and recoup some uh, draft capital um as they are currently only holding six picks in the draft and they are looking to uh you know work around some cap uh, ramifications upcoming uh with the broncos fully expected mike this made it pretty clear that the broncos are expected to move on from russell wilson there's not really an expectation in that building that he comes back um so well before we jump to all that make sure you guys are listening uh if you're listening on youtube like subscribe to the channel turn notifications on leave a comment down below throughout this episode what you guys think about the whole situation we're going to talk a lot about it uh but Peyton, how are you doing man Doing good, man. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, you know, just trying to stay warm, uh, taking the time, enjoying uh, the offseason, watching some playoff football. Had some good games last weekend. So just, you know, another day in paradise pretty much. Yeah, um, the the Sunday, super excited for that Ravens and Chiefs game. I'll, I'm not 100% confirmed, but I believe I will be streaming that game um, on, on uh, YouTube. So make sure you guys pop out for that. I'm not 100% yet, but should be. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for the playoffs this game this Sunday. I think I don't think a single non Chiefs and 49ers fan doesn't want to see the Ravens and Lions in the Super Bowl. Like, exactly. if you're a Falcons fan or a Patriots fan, Broncos fan, you want to see the Ravens and Lions in the Super Bowl. Like, it's that would be so damn fun to watch. I don't know. Let, yeah. let me know what you guys think in the comments, but um, let's go ahead and um jump into this uh this conversation and uh topic yeah. with the whole Jerry G. Corlett Sutton news. Um, First off, I have to ask you, do you think this decision is more so like due to lack of production from the receiver room and these specific mm-hmm. receivers, or do you think it's more so like so like solely financially related? That's a good question. And I do think it is kind of probably a little column A, a little column B, if I had to guess. Um, we, I mean, it's hard to say because we've heard rumors like this every offseason just about since they've both been on the team. Uh, but Mike Kliss, you know, he, he knows what he's talking about. It sounds pretty likely that we do move on from one of them. Um, Although, personally, I would like to keep both, but I don't know if that's really in the cards with uh, us moving on from Russ. I think that's maybe the biggest factor here is we're going to have to shed some money somehow, some way. And we also aren't doing great on draft capital. So we can move one of those guys, save some money, and get some cap space. I see why they would do that. But um, if I had to guess, it's more the contracts and just shedding money. Although neither one of them have put up crazy numbers over the last couple of years, at least to the point that we'd like to see. 
Yeah, and you talk about the draft capital. The Broncos don't have a second-round pick, and um, the, I'll, I'll tell you the first two days of the draft are really stacked talent-wise, and I, I would like to see the Broncos have at least two picks in those first two days. So could the Broncos net a second-round pick for Cortland Sutton? I think third-round pick is more realistic, but you never know. I know he put out some really good tape this year, and um, that's he still even didn't really receive a crazy amount of targets. So imagine what he would look like on a different team with a, yeah. um, a very healthy amount of targets. So that's just my thought process. Another thing I want to talk about is um, I love Mike Kliss and I do get a lot of news from him and, and you know, talk to him here, here and there. But um, do you think this is more so kind of what we've seen in recent years? And we even talked about it the last time we had you on the show where he mm-hmm. does have close ties to George Payton. This could be him being like, hey, man, put this out there. We want to we want to go ahead and start raising that uh, that trade value for Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton, letting teams know like, hey, guys, they're they're available. Come get them if you want them. I could see it being something like that. Uh, you know, there's obviously no way to tell. But yeah. to me, um, I know you guys talked about it a little while ago. We might have even mentioned it the last time I was on, but Cortland Sutton's post on Instagram where he was yeah. just kind of talking. It sounded almost like a goodbye post. Obviously, it sounded kind of somber, at least in my opinion. Like it didn't sound to me like he wanted out. It sounded more like he was yeah, hearing that he was going to be gone, essentially, is kind of the way I took it. But there are chances that, you know, he has an agent that represents someone else that had trade talks with Denver or something like that. I don't know. But um Obviously, I'm not following the agent scene that closely or nothing like that, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that came back out and that would kind of reaffirm those talks being having behind hidden doors there. But that's a really good point. Didn't even think about that. I don't think anybody's mentioned that. He, you not, never know. He could have an agent that's connected to someone else, and they're already having those pre, you know, determined kind of trade talks with the Broncos. Obviously, they can't yeah. make a trade yet, but they could have had some conversations. And his agent told him, like, "Hey, man, they're they're looking to move on. They're serious about it this time. Like, they're looking to move on from you." Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I absolutely loved uh, Cortland's sort of return to form. Obviously, I'd wish a single player on our offense could get over a thousand yards. Um, hopefully that happens next year. Yeah. But with those 10 touchdowns and the fashion of which those 10 touchdowns were caught, like he was making a ridiculous catch every single week. Yeah. Um, so his value might be higher now than yeah. it was at the start of the year. I would almost certainly say it is. And that kind of unfortunately for Cortland, if he does want to stay in Denver and anyone who wants to keep court, he might have played himself out is what I'm worried about. Yeah, and he's been able to stay healthy too. That's a that's yeah. a big thing. Um, so another another thing I got to ask you. So first off, first question when you're talking about wh- whether or not you want to trade Jerry Judy, whether or not you want to trade Corlin Sutton, how would you individually evaluate the seasons of those two receivers in 2023? Like, I know you said you would like to retain both, but why? Like, what what do you think makes you feel like what they did in 2023 um, is you know? Um, makes you want to say, yeah, I want them back uh, in 2024. Yeah, um, it's funny, actually. I might, I don't know if people are going to agree with me on this or not, but everyone seems like the public narrative seems to think like, oh, Cortland Sutton had a great year, really productive, you know, awesome. Jerry Judy couldn't stay healthy, couldn't catch balls, like this whole like narrative around him. And it doesn't make sense to me when you pull up the numbers. If I'm not mistaken here, they had very similar yardages. The only difference is really is Cortland Sutton with the 10 touchdowns to Jerry Judy's. I think it was yeah. two. Um, but they were both right around that seven, 800 yard mark. Um, 
Cortland Sutton has kind of been at that spot. Jerry Judy has been a little bit lower, a little bit higher um, throughout this last couple of years. So, I mean, I think it it kind of is perceived that way when you look at we took the uh, fifth amount most deep shots, throws 20 yards plus. And Cortland Sutton, primarily his best skill set is, you know, those sideline grabs down the yard. So it's it's uh, maybe just perception that way. He's getting all the flashy plays. Judy's catching the stuff underneath a little bit, but we just didn't do that very much. And for Judy to actually have very similar production, and I think he missed three more games than Cortland did this year, um, I think there's reasons to keep them both, you know? Cortland was able to produce when he's the only real threat on the field as terms of what people would scheme for. And Judy, on the other hand, was starting to show some promise again towards the end of the year, just like last year. So um, I'd like to see them with a new, a new quarterback, hopefully a younger quarterback, someone who can hit the middle of the field and really hit the design plays that Sean's looking for. Um, and I think if you can do that and make Judy more of a threat, then Cortland opens up on the outside more too. So I just like to see what this team kind of looks like with them both retained and with a new quarterback under Sean Payton. But obviously, if uh, these reports are already coming out, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me to see that one of them get moved. I'm going to list some stats and just a, um, I don't want to say a precaution, but yeah, just a way to preface this. I'm no way trying to diminish the season Corlin Sutton has had, and no way am I trying to say Jerry Judy is amazing receiver. Right. Look, Jerry Judy, and I posted this on my Instagram, so you guys probably, you know, probably already know about this. 7.2 average cushion, fourth in the NFL among wide receivers with at least 45 targets. That's going to apply to all these stats. 3.6 average separation, eighth in the NFL. Um, let's go over to Corlin Sutton. 6.4 average. Average cushion, 50th, 50th in the NFL. 2.9 average separation, 33rd, 33rd. Next, we have Jerry Judy, 6.2 yards after catch per reception. Yards after a catch are like one of the best stats a receiver can have. I hope everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, ninth in the NFL among wide receivers. Cortland Sutton, 3.1 yards after catch per reception, 16th worst. The 16th worst. You realize how many receivers qualify for the stat? It's a like nine. It's like ninety plus. Yeah. Um. Next, I I'm just throwing out numbers, guys. Just throwing out numbers. Next, Jerry Judy, five point three expected yards after a catch per reception. Fifth, fifth. Cortland Sutton, three point two expected yards after a catch per reception. Sixty fourth. Sixty fourth. Hey, Cortland Sutton's a good receiver, but just throwing out numbers once again. Yeah, Jerry Judy, as many and oh, oh my God, this is gonna get people pissed off just because I saw what it looked like on my Instagram comments and stuff. <laughs> Jerry Judy, two drops a season. I went through his film and I can only find two drops. Yeah, what a what a fan constitutes a drop as as opposed to the actual definition of a drop is so much more different. Two entirely different things. Yeah. Two entirely different things. Cortland Sutton, six drops a season. But hey, ten touchdowns—it excuses everything, right? It yeah. excuses when you when you make crazy catches like Corlin Sutton. Oh, it doesn't right. matter if he has six drops. Let me show you another stat: Jerry Judy, eighty-seven targets this season, only two drops. Corlin Sutton, ninety targets, only three more with six drops. 
So you're going to sit here and tell me, oh, if Cortland Sun's getting targeted so much more, it's okay if he drops more passes. He had three more targets, guys. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Cortland Sutton, 782 snaps. That's 78% of the team's offensive snaps. Jerry Judy only has 66%. Only sixty. Like I didn't know that you, one. You, you talk about opportunity. He needs yeah. more opportunity, and the targets are the same between him and Sutton. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it feels like I don't know the quarterback accuracy with Jerry Judy simply not that great. I will say though, the reason that Corlin Sutton did have more catches with the regular relative amount of the same uh, targets is just because he's an incredible contested catch receiver. Something that right. Jerry Judy is not, but. Like I said, man, just throwing out numbers. And like you said, the yardage literally looks identical. Literally mm-hmm. like 14 yards apart. Sutton has 772 in 16 games. Jerry Judy in 16 games, 758 yards. Just that, I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah. And the other thing too, and I mean, okay, so it is worth being said that Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, two different types of wide receivers, right? Like kind of you, you alluded to it there. Cortland Sutton very much so the more contested catch sort of physical athlete freak. Jerry Judy's he's going to burn you within 30 seconds or three seconds. And uh, before you know it, he's going to be down the field. So it's a totally different play style. And I get that. But all those stats that you read off, like they're not just by accident that they're all way favoring Judy, you know? Exactly. And the other thing I noticed too, when I was pulling up their season stats, I kind of felt this way, but I wasn't sure about it. So I double checked and that's not exactly uncommon for Cortland either. If I'm not mistaken, his, uh reception percentage this year was actually up from his last prior year so it's it's kind of tough to say but um i mean i like i said i do want to keep both i don't think either one of their contracts are too crazy for the type of production that i think we could get for them um but if they have to move one of them it just depends what sean payton really wants to do i think and another thing that he might be looking at is like you mentioned we might be able to get a second round draft pick for court for Judy. I mean, I, I feel like we'd fourth. be lucky to get a third. Yeah. A fourth is what I was thinking. So, um, and if, if it is a third, it's probably from a team like, I don't know, Detroit that's already in the conference game or something like that. Yeah. And, they're going to have like the 31st pick. Or yeah, something. exactly. So something ridiculous like that. But um, another thing that they might be looking at too, just from the Broncos front office perspective is, when you look at this draft class of wide receiver, I'm not going to get too into their names or anything right now specifically. There's like, you know, you have your top dogs, but then there's a bunch of guys that are still look like they could be really good. And there's a number of people who have the same skill set as court, in my opinion. Now you are kind of taking a risk on taking one of those guys, which is why I think a team might be interested in trading for court. Um, But if one of those guys fall to the second and someone offers a second for Cortland, I mean, I think that's what they're kind of looking for. If I had to guess, but it, I don't know if a third gets it done for Cortland. I'm just not convinced personally. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and jump in. And I'm with you. I look, no way was I like I said, in no way am I trying to say Sutton had a yeah. bad year. I'm just saying Jerry Judy with more targets when he's a, when he's butt naked, wide open, like you said, within three seconds off the line of scrimmage, just being guys every time. When you think that's also, I know Sutton's play style is is friendly for a quarterback, but when also Judy's play style be friendly for a quarterback, all yeah. you have to do is make him your first read. Boom, he's open, give him the ball. And every look at his yards true. after the catch. His yards after the catch is top five in the NFL. Like, come on, what are we what are we doing there? But um, let's dive into the contracts. Um, 
And like I said, I would love to keep both of them. But Cortland Sutton, let's start off with him. 2024, he has two years remaining on his contract before he comes an unrestricted free agent in 2026. So 2024, $13 uh, million base salary. Um, If the Broncos cut him, they'll save uh, $10 million um, in cap space. Um, around ten or nine point four million, actually, around there, uh, in cap space, roughly. Um, if they trade him, though, they'll save the thirteen million. Um, and then for Jerry Judy in twenty twenty four, this will be his last year on contract. They, it's a fifth year option, so it's fully guaranteed for the season. Meaning that the Broncos aren't going to cut him because if they cut him, they save um, absolutely nothing. He's still he's still guaranteed his money. So. Um, in 2024, uh, turning 25 years old, if the Broncos trade him, they're going to save are basically the same amount as Corlin Sutton, 12.98 million. So it's it'll actually so if you look at the numbers, it'll be around the exact same if they traded both of them. If you cut Sutton, you'll be tr- saving more by trading Judy. Mike Kliss did come out yesterday on Twitter, and I don't know if you saw, but he corrected someone that like quote tweeted one of his articles and said that the Broncos are not going to release Corlin Sutton. There's just no, I know there's a whole bunch of cap ramifications involved, but there's just no way the Broncos are going to release Corlin Sutton. So, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Just had to throw that out there, though. The Broncos, yeah. if they're going to move on from either one of these guys, they're going to trade him. Um, one of my next things I'm going to ask you, and some people have thrown this around, do you think there's any way possible that the Broncos might look to just re- build that receiver room and trade both of them that's a good question i haven't really like thought that far honestly i don't think you would because just behind that like what do we got you know (laughs) like marvin mims like you got a lot of hope for him but i mean what did he have like 377 like i don't know like you get my point though it's just like that guy didn't get to see the field so we really don't know what we have there i think he could be a great deep threat maybe even good in the slot but um Beyond that, I mean, we're looking at maybe little Jordan Humphrey, um, <laughs> Brandon Johnson, which are they're fine, keep role players, but they're not yeah. like you know, every down starters, and by from what we've seen, at least, yeah. At that um, point, the Broncos would have to go wide receiver high for sure, and for and, sure, and sign one too, yeah. And since George Payton's already kind of talked about not wanting to be in on the first wave of free agency, I just kind of don't see that happening. I think if they do move on from one of them it'd be for a draft pick and they probably take a wide receiver at some point in the draft yeah i agree um yeah like i said i I think both are super good receivers i would like to keep both of them but if the broncos are absolutely like what what is your prediction Peyton? do you think the broncos are are going to trade one of the if you had to make your prediction now do you think the like one of these guys is going to be gone this offseason and if you do think so who is it going to be so yeah, if I'm the GM, I mean, I'm a little bit biased. I would try and figure out. I'm pretty sure, though, I was looking at the cap difference structures and moves that we could make to try and save money. I'm pretty sure there's ways that we could keep them both. And that's just from, you know, a very mild understanding of the cap. I'm sure the people who are experts at it can move that money around a lot better. Um, but if I had to make a prediction on what they will do, and that's not me, um, I would have to guess that Cortland probably gets moved close to the draft. I just think all signs are kind of pointing that way, unfortunately in my opinion. Um, and it's not, you know, all doom and gloom. He could go to a contender. He could go to something where he's going to even look way better than he did here. And as a Broncos fan, that does kind of hurt. But um, it, it just kind of, from a business standpoint, like if you take both names away from everything, he's the older wide receiver. You're saving about the same amount of money on both guys that you mentioned. Um, and you're getting a higher draft pick for court. So 
yeah, I mean, I could very much so see George Payton and Sean as well kind of going that route. If I had to guess, that seems like the most likely. I mean, Court's Instagram post to me too. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it just seemed like it seemed like a goodbye post to me. But um, and who knows what he's heard or hasn't heard. But yeah. yeah, when when I think about it, I agree. I think Corlin's son. It's crazy to say because I really thought yeah. like leading to the end of the season, man, Judy's probably gone. These are probably his last games. But I don't know, man. I kind of lean in the direction that it might be Sutton, just because he put out like relatively impressive tape to the point where like the, his draft value, like you said, is much higher than it was to start the season. So now at this point, can the Broncos turn down a second round pick? I don't think they will. I, yeah. I think if George Payne sees that he's going to take it right away, even if it's like near the bottom, like a 63rd, 64th overall, I still think they'll snag that it'll help them even trade up if they want to at some point in the draft by getting uh, rid of a Cortland Sutton. And you're exactly. also you're getting rid of that $13 million. Like, I just to answer my own question, I do I personally I do think this is gonna be the year. I think we've every year we've seen it. Trade mm-hmm. rumors coming up, no, no trade. Next year, trade rumors come up, no trade. Then next thing you know, we have him coming around this time again. I think this is finally the year. Um let let me know what you guys think in the comments if you guys who who you guys think is gonna get traded if you do. Um, but I think Corlin Sutton just because the return value is super high. Um, his age, too, has to be talked about. Um, and with Jerry Judy, there's just a lot of potential, man. With Cortland Sun, we already know what he is. Mm-hmm. We already know what he is. Jerry Judy, we don't necessarily know what he would look like with a full season of like targets like you see a Cooper Cup or a Justin Jefferson or a Tyree Kill. I know, bro, everybody got so mad at me when I compared his drop percentage to these other receivers. I understand your, your argument with the whole targets and everything, but like... Can we really yeah. knock it until we see a full season? Because what no. what do you think about Jerry Judy? Because everybody oh, brings man. up that Chargers game this season, but does that really define his whole tenure? It really no. doesn't. It really doesn't. Well, it, yeah, he made those drops. You hope that he makes those next time. You got to keep feeding him because he gets that open down the field, and he's that elusive as a wide receiver. I, I'm just going to preface this, throw this out there. Um, the only person I've seen that might like Judy more than me would be Jordan. So, uh, like the year before Judy came out of college was the first year I started watching college ball really and started paying attention to the draft and all that. And man, when we got into the draft with Judy, um, he was literally like the guy that I wanted. And I didn't think there was any way that he'd fall all the way down to us. But when he did, I was ecstatic. And so, yeah, I'm definitely a fan. Um, just have to throw that out there. But I still like the numbers don't lie. Like you said, like, like Judy said himself, the eye in the sky, you know, if you go watch that film, he's open so many times it's, and it's not just, you know, he has a step, he has three steps on people. It's ridiculous. And like you said, I mean, you mentioned it there, like a Cooper cup or something. It just made me think, what would Jerry Judy look like if he was on that Rams offense in place of either of those guys? I guarantee you he would be insane. Like, (laughs) yeah. Uh, But so I'm a big fan of Judy um, at Chargers game is obnoxious that people read that far into it because like we've kind of talked about, there's plenty of other receivers that have, I think Tyreek Hill had like nine drops or something this year, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Mike Evans had a lot of drops. I mean, yeah. we're not, are we going to talk about that? You just got to keep feeding them. It happens. Like, I don't know. People mess up on plays. It happens. It's sometimes it's not a good throw. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff that could happen, but um. Yeah, with Judy, I mean, I still think he's got a way higher ceiling than what we've seen, and I'd love to try and hit 
that putting him into that number one receiver role, like you said, just three step drop, hit him every single time, just see what happens. Like, I don't think it's that hard, <laughs> but and I think Sean knows that. That's the other thing. I think Sean Payton knows that what he's got with Jerry Judy, and that's why I think he's going to come back. I mm-hmm. call me crazy, man. I think. I don't know. I think if they're going to be inclined to trade one of these guys, it's going to be Sutton. If you trade Sutton, you're getting off the remainder of his contract. He's getting up there in age. You got Jerry Judy who's on the last year of his contract with that fifth-year option. If he has a good year where you finally make him the wide receiver one, good. You extend him. If he doesn't pan out, all right, all right then. He's going to be a free agent. Adios. But at this point, man, you just look at – you know, you got Jeff Driscoll. You got Brett Rippon. You got – he had Drew Locke. He had – the worst version of Russell Wilson. He's had a, a combination of the worst quarter starting quarterback lineup in the NFL by any receiver. And he gets, I hate that he gets compared to Justin Jefferson so much. I mean, yeah. it, give him a Kirk Cousins and he's balling out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just hate him, man. I, I don't understand where this whole public notion comes from that he's dropped so many passes. And look, his, his rookie year was bad. We all know that. Right. But so was Devontae Adams' rookie year. So was so many star receivers' bad rookie years. And everybody yeah. brings up that Chargers game from this season. I saw Devontae Adams have a game this season where he dropped a handful of passes. I saw many receivers, like you mentioned, Tyreek Hill, like – I understand that they're getting much heavy target shares, but we don't know how a full season is going to look like with a quarterback that actually uses him in the intermediate, short, uh, middle part of the field for a full season. So we can't just knock him for that one game this year where he only had 87 targets. Agreed. The other thing, too, is like you see, like just a one play example is that I think it was the first play of the Lions game. Russ hits Judy over the middle of the field and he's gone like a bullet out of like a fucking gun. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like, Holy crap, we did it. <laughs> like, can we just do that so much more, please? He's fast too. He's fast. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it underrated. Like, honestly, I think people underrate his open field speed. Like, I think it's partially probably though, too, because he's always doing like those high step moves and stuff. Like, yeah, just makes people cool. miss. But <laughs> so I don't know. But my favorite touchdown is the 92 yard touchdown against the Raiders in week 17, I believe in 2019 or 2020 or no 2020. I think it was from Drew Locke. I, I know everybody remembers that that touchdown was like, Oh my God, this is the second coming of Randy Moss or something. Yeah, for like, real. That was great. Oh man. And then wasn't his first touchdown catch the, the Moss, Moss yep, against yeah. uh, the Jets. That was yeah, the Jets. That's right. Oh, take me back, man. He he deserves better. I, I don't care what anybody says. I love Jerry Judy so much. And I think you just mm-hmm. you look at the numbers, man. He's top ten in so many categories. It's just he doesn't get the targets that any other receiver would get. Look, mm-hmm. I think all the drops are in his head. They really are. Once yeah. he once he actually starts to be treated properly and gets his actual target share, I guarantee you he's gonna you're gonna see a leap like you see with Devontae. Like you can come back to this if the Broncos do end up trading him. He's gonna he's gonna ball out on what as long as it's a good situation. Situations are the number one factor for a receiver in the NFL. Number Absolutely. one number one factor. And Jerry Judy has had the worst of it. So Yeah. I mean if if any receiver goes to a situation like Carolina right now, I mean something like that where it I mean, good luck is kind of the, the best I can say. Um, but yeah, if he goes to a spot with a OC or a head coach that's going to dial up plays and have a quarterback that's going to be able to hit him consistently over the middle of the field, we're going to regret trading it. That's just absolutely what I think. So, um, yeah, yeah, just hope, hopefully, you know, Sean's talked about he's sits joked 
uh, he sits up at night watching film by candlelight. Um, I, I could see Sean just watching the film, turning all that stuff on, and just saying like, "There's no way we can trade this guy." But I agree. If I p- predict, I think it's going to be Sutton that that's traded. Um, I don't know. It's just I think Sutton's a really good receiver. Um, I I, I don't know if his play is super sustainable. Um, just for the catches that he's made and everything. But like I said, I would still love to keep them both. I just don't know if that's where the Broncos are at internally. Um, but with right. that being said, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you're listening on YouTube, please like the video, subscribe to the channel. Super, super appreciated if you do that. It takes literally nothing but three seconds tops. Um, exactly. The button's right there. Just hit it, man. Please. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star rating. Follow the podcast as well if you're listening on here. When you guys follow us, it's super easy. Easy. It just adds to your library, and you guys can go straight there. We upload episodes like five days a week. Um, so and turn notifications on as well. So it just pops up in your notifications. So you can, you can be like the first one here to uh, the podcast and everything. Um, YouTube listeners, let us know what you guys think about the new background. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, bringing some new graphics and stuff to uh, the show. We got a new within the last few months. We have a new um, we have new graphics. We have a new intro. So I hope you guys uh, like love all that. Um, but all your support is great, greatly appreciated. Looking to uh, keep going uh, strong in 2024. Peyton, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Uh, you want to shout out your socials before we go ahead and wrap this thing up? Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, go ahead and follow me. It's uh, underscore Peyton James on Instagram, Twitter. Everything's the same pretty much. So you should be able to find me out there. Um, I also kind of mentioned it last time. I've been working on a few different things for music. If you guys are into stuff like that, you can, you'll be able to find me on Spotify here soon too. So Yes, sir. I love it, man. I'll definitely be checking sir. it out. Make sure you guys Hell check yeah. that out as well. With that being said, uh, I'm your host, Amir Farrell, with my special guest, Peyton Henson. Until the next one, peace out, everybody. Peace.